That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Hi, everybody. Listening to The Thing Is. I'm Shannon. Thanks for coming back to join us. Do you like ghosts and ghosts? Do you have fights and fights and do you have bad days days and do you like ghosts and ghosts? Oh, the thing is, oh, oh, the thing is, oh, oh, the thing is, oh, oh. Hey guys, there we go. Hey guys, this is Shannon. You're listening to The Thing Is. Thanks for coming back to join us. I am here as always with my hilarious co-host, comedian Mike Figs. What's up, Shannon? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. You got the... No, you didn't do the the red high heels? We were going to have the foot camera? No, we didn't discuss red high heels. just decided not to... My toes are pink, though. There's only one way to prove it, Shannon. <laughs> this is my kind of podcast. Yeah. That's why I like it. That's why I like airports. I'm like, hey, take off your shoes, bitch. Let's, let's see that shit. <laughs> Joining what? us today, that lovely voice. It is writer, actor, voice actor, producer, comedian, Brian Scalaro joins us here yeah, today. I'm more of an actor, comedian. I've written one book, but nobody cared. <laughs> oh, I didn't even put author in there. I think I we should write her. That counts. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess so. I think about like comedic writing, like for shows. Uh, I did one. I did, wrote for one show, but I didn't. They didn't like. I. I, I was. <laughs> let's not. Let's just skip that. <laughs> it was. It was just a temporary job. That's okay. All. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into the first segment, there is one thing I want to talk about, which has to do with the first segment, which uh-huh. is the bad date segment. Okay. Oh boy! Yes, here we go. <laughs> it's not a great. Nothing. None of these stories that I will ever tell will be great. <sighs> That's what always breaks my heart. Well, let's do it, right? I get yes. That. We're trying to get Shannon laid, and I think I know where this is going. Oh, this is you just have to lower your standards. That's yeah. I, that's trying. exactly I'm what it is. I'm trying. I mean, what you need is a fat comic with no money. Yeah, with yeah. Gray hair and shirts, shirts that don't fit. That's what you need. I mean, you had me into the gray hair. You literally described. I'm not here to get you laid. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl starts off talking about her feet. I'm like, yeah, that might work. <laughs> oh, you guys like kindred spirits. Dude, no, no, dude it's like, <laughs> you make it seem like, dude, we talk to somebody this like. This is my future if I keep drinking this bullshit tequila. When you tell somebody you like a girl's feet, yeah. first of all, they're like, like, you like every foot? I'm like, not like every foot. Yeah. I like a certain girl's feet. And it, you don't just like the feet. You like the whole fucking package. Of course. You, you know what I mean? But then girls are like, oh, this guy likes feet. No, I don't just like feet. I like uh you know, like the whole thing, the yeah. boobies. And boobies. The, I like boobies, the too. And the legs. There was a girl who, whose nose, I like girls' noses. Really? Yeah, I don't do anything to them. I just like it. Nice. What kind of nose? They could be different types. I like a big nose. I like a tiny little uh, little Nordic upswing nose. <laughs> nice. Just, you know, what, what about like a wide Samoan nose? I don't know. Ed, you're canceled. <laughs> well, you're the one who fucking set me up. <laughs> any nose, okay. No, no, not any nose, no. Okay. No. I, listen, I, I'm not. Look at me. I'm not. I'm not attractive anymore. I used to be cute, and I look like I ate the guy I used to be. <laughs> but I. Uh, so when I talk about what I like about girls, it sounds very shallow because, really, I should just take what I can get. No, I don't think that that's true. Good move. I don't feel that way either. I'm just covering. <laughs> just I'm backpedaling. I'm backpedaling. So for, I have two things to say okay. right here. First thing is. Um, we're, we're recording this a little late, so I apologize to the listeners. It's supposed to be out yesterday, snow yesterday, blah, blah, blah. Um, so if you're watching live, um, it's, we're a little bit late. Um, if you are watching live on gasdigital.com, if you stay here right after the show ends, mm-hmm. it's going to bring you right into the SDR show. And on tonight's SDR show, it is another dating game for me. All right. So there are, there are contestants. How, how long is the show going to be? Maybe I'll be able to swing by. About an hour. So you can okay, let's see. come at the tail end of it. But uh starts at nine uh, my show's at eight. Yeah. We'll be done by nine. Okay. So I, I hate this is the fourth one of the of the SDR show dating dating. Does games. Brian know? Is he is he have any idea of what you've been going I, through? I, the I, five I, year yeah. drought? What, it's gonna be six understand. years next month. Six years what? Six years since I have uh had intimacy with yeah, a but, man. But why? Can you believe it, man? Because it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you're the type of person that if you can uh physically because we just met, so I don't know you, but so far you're very nice. Thank you. You can f- just choose somebody, and chances are 
Mm-hmm. You're choosing guys who have every girl's choosing. So if every girl's choosing, that like the, this guy has way too many options and can't focus. If it, well, there's plenty of guys who would like you, and I don't understand. I think you just probably have to lower your standards. So what my issue is that I just I have a problem connecting with people, okay. and so like more than the physical appearance, and there is some physical appearance issues but um aside from that it's i just need to like have a have a connection and so like this other part of the story is going to be part of why i just can't connect with anybody maybe i'm like autistic and i just can't connect yeah. with people well there's a bell <laughs> next to you that you hit whenever someone says the thing is interesting yeah that might be shit yeah, on, on a date but i am if you can't connect with people that sounds like maybe a, a uh, something to do with your past or, uh, you know, with, with your, your family? I mean, I can. I have over the past six years. Like, I have mm. connected with some people. Did you get really hurt? Um, I, I did. But even before that, like, I would go long periods of time without, you know. It just, like, it takes, like, a certain magical mix of things. I don't think a dating podcast game is going to fix it. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I, think, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. What I think, and I don't think it should be an online thing. I think what, you, what my advice, as if I know, once again, look at look at me. But what, what girls, the girls who do like me, I had one girl say, "You know what I like about it?" I said, "What? Like the fact that you just don't give a shit what you look like." How <laughs> fucking? I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's easy. You know, that's like, she's mean. Like, she's also, like, I don't care. The fact that you don't care what you look like turns me on. I've never heard that. Only one girl said that. That's also like a backhanded compliment. No, I, I love it <laughs> I because like- I I have given up. I've been hurt so many times. I gave up completely. Gave up. I, listen, I, at this point, I ask. Out girls just to know their names so I could jerk off to them on Facebook <laughs> or Instagram. I'm like, just just tell me your name. You're you're single, Brian. You don't have a wife, nothing. Right? Nah, there's a there's a, somebody I'm very interested in, but she's uh, finishing a relationship in in uh, somewhere else in the world. Okay. So I'm not there to uh, interrupt that. Okay. So I'm just politely, uh, but also I, I just moved to New York. When I, I'm so sorry, I cut you off. No, it's okay. <clears throat> when I lived in LA, I actually did very well. I don't. I didn't always look like this. This isn't recent five years. But when I lived in L.A., I did very well because in L.A., if there's a girl who has a fat Italian New York fetish, there was six of me in L.A. There's 90 yeah. on this block. <laughs> and I have... There's one right here. And the, yeah, so what I'm saying is they don't... Uh, I do very horribly in New York. So I haven't... I've had three dates so far since I've been home, and they were horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. They just don't like me. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, there's nothing special about me in New York. But anyway, you were saying, uh, I just I, I think maybe you should just go out on just dates with people that you like that you meet. Uh, not That's on... the problem. <laughs> I have to find someone that I like that I want to go you, you on just, a date what you, with. What you tell them is, even if you don't like them, you go out and practice, and you and you tell them, put yourself hey, listen, out there, yeah. you, and you say, listen, I'm not looking to date. I just want to go out on a date and and talk. And you just tell them that ahead of time so that they don't get their feelings hurt when they get rejected by a beautiful woman like you. <laughs> I think that would work for you. You'd practice. I would love if a girl said to me, by the way, I'm going to fuck you for a month and stop. <laughs> if they would just tell me, I wouldn't have my heart broken when, when January ended. No. I'm like, oh, just if you were using me, just tell me you're using me. I'll be fine. You want to use, what's that Patrice O'Neill joke? Women date their food. Like if there's a, a female shark who's dating a male shark. And the female shark's like, let's get married. The male shark says no. The female shark starts dating penguins and seals <laughs> just to feel better. So and the true. seals are like, oh, thank you for not eating me. And then after she feels better about herself, she eats the seal. That's what a lot of women do. So if you just tell them ahead of time, which is just one date, we're not going to fool around, we're just going on a date and talk. You practice. I don't know how I feel about that because okay. I hate. <laughs> I, I, I think I see the problem. I I'm, hate I'm beginning, dates. I'm beginning to see the problem. You hate dates. I hate I hate dates. Why? I hate first dates in particular. Yeah, first dates suck. I hate them so much. Yeah, they're horrible. That I really try to avoid them very much. Okay. But, okay, so this year so far, mm-hmm. I have like, I've, uh, part of my resolution is to go out more mm-hmm. because I, I work a lot and I don't really go out and socialize. And yeah. all of my girlfriends are married. So, like, they're not really good wing women. No. So, in January, I went, uh, we went to a speed dating event. And that was really for, that was more for content because I knew that the quality of the guys on the other end of that was going to was gonna not be great. Uh, then sure. last weekend, and I'm going to chronicle all of these things that I do for those other single people, single people out there. This one's particularly for women. Um, there was a singles mixer uh, in Midtown and it was um, where you date firemen. You meet firemen. Okay. 
I want, I want a man who's got a high chance of death. <laughs> like a brave, good-looking man who might die any day. That's what I want. It's exciting. I, I, I get it, yeah. And they're like brave, which is what I keep trying to tell myself mm-hmm. to talk myself into liking them. Yeah. But uh, so we get- well, they're, they're noble. They're noble guys. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Yeah. But uh, so I get there and it's like it, the place is packed. There's mm-hmm. so many people. There's obviously a million more chicks than there are guys. Mm-hmm. Girls are like- Hunter. The girls are dressed to the nines. Like they are there really? to get a man. Yeah. And they, um, they, and so I'm scanning around the room. It's very intimidating when you walk in because there's so many people just crowded. The music's really loud. It's like not really conducive for meeting people. Okay. But I saw like there was a booth in the corner that was open. It said reserved, but I was like, let's roll the dice here. So like the, me and like my two friends, we sat down in the corner and then we had like, then we could like watch as people walk by. If someone we want to talk to, we call them over. Mm-hmm. If a guy looks at the table, he wants to talk, he comes and sits. So it was like a good setup. Mm-hmm. So there were three guys that ended up asking for my number. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, so I, I wasn't like, there was no, con- there was no like connection. I was like being nice. Like we were had a conversation. It's a speed date. How can you have a connection? No, this isn't date. the speed date. This okay. was just a singles mixer. So uh, we got to talk for sorry, however long. And uh, no, the speed date, there was nothing that came out of, of course, that. That yeah, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah. So I gave my number to three different guys and uh, two of them have texted me so far and I'm kind of already dodging it. But um, yeah, I'm, text, well, texting sucks. Yeah. I mean, you want to connect with somebody, you don't text. These guys, these guys sound like they are either afraid or they want to fuck you, one of the two. You know. Yeah, I think they want to fuck me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you can just, but, guys, just go to commercial now. I, think, <laughs> time. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, they're bo- and they're both like uh, the two main ones. Like they're both like nice guys. They're interchangeable. They're both like blonde hair, very white, blue eyes, like normal, everything normal. <laughs> <There he is. laughs> yes, she's like normal. You know, the right, the right race. Uh, you know. Your entire your entire male fan base is so <laughs> fucking pissed right now. <laughs> because when I I remember I asked out a female comic and she's like, oh no, thank you. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not really interested. I was like, that's fine. We we're still friends. When I see her act on Instagram, it's like, I can't find a man. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you, you found men. You just said no. <laughs> you can't find a man. Well, not the right one. Thin ones. <laughs> just say, I can't find a thin man <laughs> who doesn't yell back when I yell at them for no fucking reason. You might, uh, I don't know. I Listen, you're a very beautiful woman. You seem very Thank nice you. and sweet. Uh, so this is definitely a block. And at least you're blaming yourself and not the men. Yeah, no, no, they're yeah. nothing. At least nothing like, you're not one of those girls like on TikTok or Instagram who just blames the men. You're like, you're a horrible person. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, yeah. I just know like there's just like the connection just isn't necessarily happening. One of the guys though was like, he was talking about he doesn't have any vices. He doesn't mm-hmm. drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any drugs. I'll he tell you what he does do, beat his girlfriend. Yeah, definitely. Something, I, I said he's a serial killer. I said he has to be a serial sure, killer. Yeah. He doesn't like know any current television. He's oh, yeah. like never, he doesn't binge anything. He doesn't do any sports. What I'm like, the, what are you gonna do with him? I don't know. I'm like, what do you do? Like, when you're not at work, you just sit and stare at the wall. I don't even know, like, how I can connect. Like, how do you even? What are? What do we have in common? You just don't. You just don't do anything with him. But I, you have to keep putting yourself out there. I mean, but that's what I'm really. Your trying. looks aren't gonna last forever, lady. <laughs> no, I'm already a hundred. You're gonna be sitting in the front stoop, <laughs> you know, one of those old Spanish ladies <laughs> just yelling at the kids. If you're not careful, you might you might need to start dating fat comics. I'm, just a thought. No, I, I hear you and I understand. And I'm sorry, but uh, it sounds uh, sounds like something happened in your past that made you like that. I have always been I, this way. Well, uh, well, I mean, yeah, but, but your family, because you know, I was I, the last five girlfriends hurt me so bad. I would say four, I, maybe three, hurt me so bad. I've just given up. Like I'm like, well, I'll eat pizza at one a.m. <laughs> like I, like I just stopped. I just stopped. You know. Now you'll find somebody. All right, relax. Very, I'm not very asking very for nice. advice. I'm making her feel better. You'll be all right. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. <laughs> what the fuck? Tell your bad state date story so we can mock you <laughs> and give you advice. I don't want advice. I, you, you're the one who told me to tell a bad date story. I had a date the other night. The first thing she said when she sat down is, "By the way, just so you know, I'm not attracted to you." I was like, well, then why did you say yes? Like, what the fuck, what was that all about? And what happened to lying? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm dating somebody, I'm in love with somebody else, I just had my heart broken, I'm Spider-Man, and I don't want the enemies to kill my loved ones. My head fell off. Just lie. Whenever like, a girl I'm not attracted to hits on me, and it has happened, I lie to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Yeah, so what are these girls now? That's terrible, I would never do that. Yeah. That's God, terrible. That's what I'm saying, you're a nice person, so. Yeah, yeah we just say I don't feel a connection, which is the truth, though. That's true. Well, that can, that guy makes sense, but I'm sure there's people you can connect with, but maybe 
You're just not opening yourself up. Well, see, so that's that's the thing. Is um oh I did say oh, it. I did say the go. whole thing by accident. <laughs> 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 is um so the other guy, he's like a he's a couple years younger than me, but we grew up in the same neighborhood, went to the same junior high school. But um him when I look at him, I feel like there's no soul behind his eyes. Do you okay. understand what I'm saying? Well, there's other guys besides these two. <laughs> but uh, but um, what I'm saying is that like uh, like six billion people, <laughs> six million people in the city. Yeah, but I don't like have interactions with all of them. Do you walk down the street with headphones on? One headphone. Okay. So I can still hear what's going on. Do you do you go out to bars? Do you go out to comedy shows? Do you... Sometimes. Okay. But, but that's what I'm saying is like in this year, in 2024, I'm trying to go out more. Okay. So this these are like my couple of attempts right. of getting out there. But I'm trying. So but these two guys, because I'm saying I don't really feel like I'm not necessarily really attracted. So they're fine. There's nothing gross. They're not gross. Uh-huh. But um, do you think I should still go on dates with them? But these two guys, I don't think so. Okay. Nothing at all. You have no like feeling whatsoever. One guy, one guy has no soul. He's a vampire. Doesn't yeah. doesn't show up in yeah. pictures or mirrors. Know. Yeah. And one guy does nothing but stay at home and stare at the wall. Yeah. And, and save and save you, kittens think, and people. The other guy has a meat locker. And now they're watching this and they're gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking no, kill I me. Know. No, but they save. <laughs> I, I learned that they actually do save cats and trees. That that's a real thing. Sure. Oh, wow. yeah. I learned that. Nice. <laughs> I thought there was a cat outside my window screaming for help last night because it was so cold. I went out there. It was just a woman holding a Chinese baby. And the baby was like, wow, wow, because he was freezing. Oh, my God. But I thought it was a fucking cat. That's a Chinese baby. (laughs) And I just went back inside. She had the baby. It wasn't just sitting there in the snow. (laughs) But I was like, I thought it was a fucking cat. <laughs> I, like, I like cats. I like I'm sorry. I'm never gonna look at Chinese babies the same now. <laughs> it just hope, meow. I hope it works out. I like cats. These fucking babies. But it's so frustrating to see a girl that you're attracted to say, "I can't find somebody." <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. But I'm not gonna hit on you. Dude, don't worry. You're Everything's safe. gonna be all right, Brian. Oh, I hate this. I hate this guy so much. I just did it. So much. I do not. Do dude, not like I mean, him. I've seen you on stage. You're a monster, dude. There's gotta but be chuckle fuckers out there. I don't. I'm not out to get. I'm. I'm 50. I'm no longer out to get laid. I'm looking for somebody to spend time with. Uh, it's just because I moved home. I was doing fine in in LA. Yeah. I had, was dating somebody, uh, right, like halfway through, like halfway through the pandemic and before that. It was. It was great. Do girls like you for your voice? You got a fucking distinct yeah, voice, dude. Well, my joke on stage is that uh, uh, I had this voice when I was a kid. Yes, yes, I, yes. I'd yes, call yes, my yes. friends to hang out, and <laughs> the mother would answer and think I was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hello, is Bobby there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want with Bobby? I want to play. <laughs> I want to play with Bobby. Tell him to meet me at the park and bring his balls. <laughs> anyway, but that's that's. But yeah, the woman liked my voice. But there was a time. When I, I did a TV show with Pam Anderson and Christopher Lloyd for two years, I was really thin. I could look down and see my penis. <laughs> look right down. Now I need two mirrors and a stick. <laughs> but, but there was a time where uh, I was cute and did well. You know, My problem was that I focused, this might be you, I don't know. I focused on my career so much that I did not, I turned, like I was dating a girl who I was very much in love with and she wanted to, me to go on trips with her family. I'm like, I can. I got a forty five dollar show on Saturday, <laughs> and I should have done it. Yeah. That I feel like that kind of resonates with you. It is like I don't prioritize. You work love. so hard that you want to meet a guy that's gonna completely put out. I feel like you always get upset when the guy like doesn't answer or doesn't like give you exactly what you want. It kind of like well, lets you down. He should answer. <laughs> well, yes, that they and, should answer, but also but not you, too also, much. Also, you haven't answered. <laughs> Yeah, there's other guys because that's like also like not. I don't. You're ghosting and don't care about their feelings and won't be honest. I don't go. I don't ghost. You are ghosting. You didn't respond to those that guy. I. I, That's ghosting. I did once. I did one time and then not. You know. Shannon. Mm -hmm. Boogie boogie boogie. (laughs) You're a ghost. (laughs) No, the first one because on so this this event was Friday. On Saturday morning, he texted and was like, "What are you doing today?" I'm like, "Get out of here." This was just last night. Are you crazy? Okay, well, maybe he really. That guy sounds too desperate. He's the soulless, the soulless one. Yeah, attractive. Is he attractive at all? Fine. Yeah, fine. But I'm not like. Yeah. Again, like I can be attracted to someone that's not like on paper my thing. Yeah. Nobody went up to you. But there has to be a connection. You. Nobody went up to you and was like, "Would you like to dance?" Like, one no. night, one guy did, but he was crazy looking. Oh, damn it! Because <laughs> this older Hispanic guy. Uh, <laughs> ah, Pepe. Damn it! This is the worst. So this 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 podcast makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> this beautiful woman. I can't find a date. <laughs> oh God, God, just shoot me. <laughs> well, stay tuned for SDR after this. I didn't even tell you my bad date story. Go for okay. it. Oh wait, before you do, Jorge, can you grab my charger behind you on the other thing, please? Okay, let's hear it. 
uh, I, it was really quick. I, you asked me to think of a story, so I'm telling you a quick one. A girl, and I asked the girl out. She said yes. So I was picking her. I was meeting her at her softball game. She wasn't a lesbian. <laughs> and uh, the mutual friend that set us up was also there. So all I had to do was follow them in their cars to uh, the location, and the other girl was going to take off. I mean, the girl was going to date. So I was following them, and they started racing each other because they're two friends. These two girls started racing each other, left me at a red light, <laughs> and I was like, okay, and I just went home. And then they called me like a half hour, like, where are you? I'm like, you left me at a red light. They're like, well, meet us now. I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> if I'm not even important to look in the rearview mirror for, you know. So yeah. that's my that's How, my how long stuff. ago would you say that was? Wow, that was way before I even moved to L.A. That was 1998, 97. Oh, so it's not like cell phone time where they could just be like. No. Yeah. Do you ever notice that most of the problems on old TV sitcoms <laughs> yes. could have been solved? Every single one of them. They had a fucking <laughs> yes, cell phone. Every single one like, of them. I can't. Can't Chrissy just call Jack <laughs> and tell him that this, this is the plan? We're going to pretend that we're lesbians. Can just you? text Mr. Roper to not come in at this yeah. moment, please. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. Okay. You had it. You had two of them. I told you the other one. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm saying you did it. You, ha- you came up with two of them. Yeah, but they're not really funny. They're sad. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty sad. Yeah. I was left at a red light. <laughs> you went home. But yeah. also, like, she, they were playing, but she still did want to hang out with you. But you were just annoyed at that point. Well, I mean, the girl shows her, and I'm like, if I'm not even important on your first time, yeah. to make sure I'm behind you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need that shit. I have a, I have a hand and a cock. I can <laughs> masturbate, and then it all goes away. And I was young, you know. I could still meet people back yeah. then. No. Brian, I hate that you keep saying this. You can still meet people. I'm no, I'm, I've given up. Women are so much more gracious, at, even though well, despite even, everything I've said I'm so not far, even than men are. I'm telling you a lot of stories. It's, <laughs> no. it's been bad. But women can be attracted to the. Fact I know. That you're funny. I, well, as I explained, it's New York. The New York women don't want me. They never wanted me when I grew up here. They never wanted me when I moved to LA. For, I lived there for 21 years. I did. I did very well. Not like you know, Brad Pitt well, but I did very well. <laughs> So very well for my weight class. And you can still date women from LA, don't you? Probably travel back and forth a bunch. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm live here and taking care of my mom and okay. stuff. You know, my my uh, doctors are here. I, I'm sick as well. So there's also just it does, when you hit fifty, the, pot, the the pandemic started. I was uh, dating somebody. I was thinner. I was happier. And I was making money. And then two years of watching porn by myself <laughs> on my couch, I came out of creep. <laughs> I definitely came out of creep. I can't watch a movie now. We're like, why is her clothes on? <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I, I definitely came out of creep, and I, women are uh, creeped out by me here. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Brian. It's fine because they, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> two, two to two and a half years of living of just being in an apartment by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just gained weight, and, and I, and I moved home, and I'm like, I'm too busy now. I take care of my mother. I work at night. Take care of my mother. I work at night. Take care of my mother. Work at night. I don't have time for anything. I've gone on a few dates, but they, um. They weren't uh, that great. One girl, as we're making out, says, by the way, I have herpes. As, as we're making out. Nice. I said, okay. Uh, have you ever given it to anybody? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. Well, I'll, I'll see you soon. Then I called her and said, can you just get a, uh, a test and, and, and see, if, see if it's real? And, and she didn't want to go to the test, so I just took off. She was like, I have things that appear on my lips. She was very nice. That was the one girl. So that's somebody who did like me. you know. Wait, but she had them at that moment? No, if she had them at that moment, I wouldn't have been there. Oh, I didn't know if maybe there was like something ah, in her mouth that no, you didn't see. No, no. Uh, she said she goes, I, I feel I'm telling a person if somebody's no, that's medical. Okay. You know, no one knows who she is. I know who she is. <laughs> she knows who she is. There's a paywall, dude. You're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> well, <laughs> for a moment. No. I don't I, I don't. You guys really piss me off. You say, come on the show and tell bad day stories. And you're like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll do okay. You'll meet somebody. What the fuck, man? You set people up like that? No, <laughs> what, to be nice to them? Well, usually but it's like you a, tell me to tell a bad. You didn't say tell a good date story. You said tell a bad one. Well, sometimes it's like, well, this was the past. You know, you're like, yeah, that's still happening now. I'm sick. You know, I fucking. You're like, we're like, oh, here's a trick. <laughs> like we feel. I have uh, MS. <laughs> okay. So if a girl is gonna choose somebody, they're probably not gonna choose yeah. a 300 pound guy who has multiple sclerosis, who never has time because he takes care of his mother and has no money yeah. anymore because of the pandemic. But that's when you. Why? Um, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I also think what you're saying isn't true. <laughs> no, what do you I, mean? No, EMS? No, I I'll, I'll, pr- I'll prove it to you right now. I'll prove it to you right now. I know now. exactly what you're Do you want to go out on Friday? <laughs> I know it. Exactly. I have to work on. Oh, I have to work on Friday. I have to recover yeah, from power hours. She's tomorrow. just got to exactly. recover. 
She's recovered from what? From power so we're gonna, tomorrow. We're gonna get hammered tomorrow. We gotta. I'm gonna oh. be drunk for an entire day. All right, so Saturday. <laughs> Brian, you ever go? You ever prove? She's not. She's not answering. See, I'm see, pro- you're proving right. it. You're right. You ever go to like a place and get like a little rub and tug? No. Okay. Not interested. All right. I I I, I can. Uh, I've never. I don't like this show. <laughs> Did you ask other guys this? Or just me? I asked everybody I asked. Not, not even, that even question. The chicks. I go, you Come on the show and tell bad day stories. <laughs> yes, everybody tells them. That's why we offered Did, you drinks. <laughs> Did you mock them as well? No, never do. We're not mocking you. But getting me on public the, to actually to give me advice when you told me to tell bad day stories. Was I going to hear a good one? I fucked a girl 12 times in one day. 12 times my record. My penis collapsed like an empty toothpaste bottle. I had to get scissors and cut it in half to get stuff from them. Only poor people get that. I dated one girl for five years who looked just like Amy Adams. I dated, uh, a, the last girlfriend was extremely beautiful. Extremely. Like, if she was in here, we'd all feel bad about ourselves. Extremely beautiful. And she was fucking me for two and a half years. It was, and she was wonderful. You know, it just didn't work out. But it was like, I've done fine. I've ne- I think when I lived in LA, I probably had uh, six long-term girlfriends in those 21 years. Right, we're not pitying you. It sounds like a fucking camera in front of you. I look, I look up to you, dude. Not at all. Not I think you're one of the funniest it's, guys on it's stage. It's gonna be okay. It'll be your career's gonna go fine. Thank you you. see how it feels? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. like you I'm made him so happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's move on to our next segment and get out of dates. Damn then. straight. <laughs> all right, guys. Quick break. We want to talk about uh, one of our amazing sponsors. I have a question to ask you. Do you want to get high? Really high, really super duper legally high? Well, now's the time to go to YoDelta.com where you can stock up on high quality lab tested Delta 8. Delta 8, I love this stuff. I recently bought the jelly rings. They were dangerous. They were so tasty I had to stop myself from eating a whole bag. I had a couple and I felt fantastic. I was relaxed. I put on the PS5. I played some Warzone. It was awesome. I love Delta 8. So if you're over the age of 21 and living in the majority of states where this is legal, go to YoDelta.com and stock up on Delta 8. What's Delta 8? It's found in hemp and can be legally shipped to various states and get you high. At YoDelta.com, you can find a mix of gummies and vapes for all your getting stone needs. I can tell you that Delta 8 works and that these products should be taken responsibly. I'll tell you guys that I know that around the studio, when these are passed around, nobody can tell the difference between weed and the Yo Delta gummies. Mm-hmm. So once more, that's YoDelta.com, the official Delta 8 sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. And if you use promo code GAS, G-A-S, you're going to get 25% off. That's right. Use the promo code GAS, G-A-S, for 25% off Yo Delta, home of the Delta 8 that will get you super high. Now, where were we, Shannon? <laughs> Let's move on to bad things. Bad things with you. This is bad things. Part shall we talk about fight stories, physical altercations. If you've been in more than one fight, then the most memorable one. If you've never been in a fight, then one that you've been close to that you could tell us a story about. Uh, you start, because I feel fucking violated here. Oh, I don't have a story to tell <laughs> for this yet. one. I've told all my fight stories on the show. But I do have some I do have some articles. I have some videos, if you don't want to tell yours yet. I, I, they're, they're, they're simple. I just push people in bushes. You what? I push people into bushes. I don't fight. I push them into a bush. <laughs> <laughs> for example, there was a comic from New York who moved to L.A., and he asked me to do his show, and it was in some rinky-dink theater. And while I was outside smoking, there was an apartment above the theater. <clears throat> and this old man, I wouldn't say old, I would say 50s. And this was, I was like 38. Was, he was leaning out the window going, John Candy. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. That might be another reason you're single. He's going, Sam Kinison. Started yelling out fat people. And I look at him and go, what's your problem? And he's naming every fat comedian who ever lived. And I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I, do, I couldn't understand why somebody would do that. Just start randomly yelling out fat things at a fat person who's just smoking. It was really fucked up. So then he comes downstairs and he, and he yells another one. He's like, John Candy. And I was like, ah. And I just push him right in the bush. Because when you push somebody in a the bush, they can't get out. They can't get out easily. They're like, ah, ah. They're grabbing other things and they can't. They're like a turtle. And I just went to my car and left. It's funny. Because I was like, what are you going to call the cops because you push them in a the bush? What'd you do? I pushed them in a the bush. Don't think it's funny. They'll let me go. 
<laughs> you never like when in high school, like, you want to join the Bush Club? Like, what's that? You just push the front <laughs> no, of the bush? No. Oh, we used to do that all the time. But it's like you put you push somebody in the bush and it's over. I was standing in front of a bar with a friend from England in uh, Hollywood. And uh, he, you know, we're, we're talking and a guy, this, this drunk kid walks by and he goes, faggots. We're just two, two guys talking. So I just push him in a bush. And all, all, his, all his friends laughed. They didn't help, but he couldn't get out of the bush. And we just walked back inside. Push him in a bush. Why are you always around bushes? This, there was bushes. <laughs> was, I'm always around bushes. I don't think I've ever seen a bush. Well, you live, like, you live in Manhattan. This is L.A. There's a lot of bushes in L.A. L.A. is great. Jesus Christ, I miss it. It does seem like a pretty good <laughs> resolution to... Yeah. Yeah, it's like everyone's happy. And no, no one's, one's really, no one's really hurt. getting hurt. And yeah. you, can get a, you can walk away. It gives you time because the person's not going to jump up quickly. But you got to get away quick because they're probably going to be so mad oh, and embarrassed yeah. by the time they get up that you have to be gone. Actually, you don't think I can go away quick at all because it takes a long time to get out of a bush. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've fallen in bushes before. <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> you, you, you grab something West for Chester. leverage and it breaks. Yeah, yeah. there's no, there's nothing to, to get up. And then every yeah. time you move, something hits your face. Oh, it's great. It's funny. I've had, yeah, it's actually quite painful. Push, <laughs> push them in a bush. <laughs> wow, well, there's the name of the episode. At least we know. Push in a bush. Push in a bush. How did you fall into a bush i think i've just i think i was like walking a dog or something i was in connecticut i fell in the bush i stepped on the ledge incorrectly and and it was a motherfucker to get out the bush because sometimes it's prickly and there might be like a condom or something it's it's tough well it's kind of bush <laughs> yeah well it's you know it's yonkers it wasn't la it wasn't fucking rodeo drive or whatever hollywood um have you ever had somebody charge you on stage yeah, yeah, a lot. It's happened a lot, you know. Um, it, it ha it's happened recently in Florida. This woman just ran on stage looking like she was going to hit me. What? And, and, uh, but she didn't. What know. was the joke that made her mad? No, she, she was just drunk. Oh. They don't even remember. You know, any club that doesn't have a bouncer, chances are that's going to happen, and then they're going to blame you. Mm -hmm. The club's going to blame you. I'm Especially like, if it's in Florida. So you don't have, you can't, you don't have $20 to throw to a black guy to stand here every night? <laughs> <laughs> and scare the white people like uh, it's amazing to me you know but yet it's my fault because you couldn't control the audience yeah, whatever. Wait, so how did how did you stop that lady from with words and there was one time there was a guy was coming on stage and i just gave him the microphone and i left <laughs> i was like here you go and i just fucking left <laughs> that's yeah. that's fantastic that's yeah. like a great move that re i really did that yeah it was i was also in florida not a thing about it and i'm surprised anyone would have a chance to get on stage because for the listeners Brian is a powerhouse. It's just nonstop. It's fucking bang, 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 well, if, bang. If you interrupt, thank you. If you interrupt every joke, it's I can't get a yeah. I can't get a rhythm going. So yeah, oh, it's some, just some scum. Nowadays, a lot of comics to get you know what burning material is. Mm -hmm. That's where if you show a joke on the internet, you now can no longer do that joke because people know it. It's called burning. So these comics are showing crowd work uh, clips to get the audience to come see them. So now the audience really thinks mm -hmm. the shows are about crowd work. Wow. So yeah. they really want to. This doesn't happen in New York so much, but on the road, they interrupt a lot. Usually it's younger because uh, that's all they know. They want to be, they think the show's about them, that it's interaction. Funny, funny thing. Sorry to cut you off. One of the uh, firemen at the singles thing, older guy, he definitely seemed like out of the age range of what this thing was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And he came over and sat next to me, and I'm like, okay. So he sat, and I'm like, being nice to him. Like, he's old, his eyes are weird. And uh, <laughs> they're like not doing the wow. same thing as each other. Uh, that's a... <laughs> and uh, but he's like, you know, nice enough. So we're talking, whatever. And then comedy comes up at the table, and he's like, "Oh, do you know so and so comedian? I've never heard of this person before." Mm -hmm. He's like, "Oh, I go and see him all the time." He's like, and then he's like, and I, you know, I heckle them to help out the show. Oh <laughs> like, no, what? This, no, this is that's I don't know. Maybe and, and then help he's like, out the show. <laughs> he's like the guy. The guy must have uh, not been able to keep up with me because he got mad that I did it. And I was like, "What are we?" It's amazing. It's amazing that people delude themselves. You're not helping. You just want attention. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, do you follow that guy? Are you are you his Edmund man? Does he perform without you? <laughs> then he doesn't need your help. He got the gig without you. You want attention. Oh, I hate people like that. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, let's kill him. Okay. <laughs> lady, the lady goes on stage, and what what did you have to do? I hugged her, and I helped her back to her seat. There was one great line. There's a comic named Flip Schultz. This made me laugh so hard. And this drunk woman came on stage, and she wouldn't leave. And he helped her, and he was like, okay. She was like, her friend was like, just take this one step. She was like, I don't need this step. And then Flip said, I think you need 12 steps. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. That's a great, that's a great line. <laughs>
you know. It just it just happens. A lot of my, you want to find stories, but it's called bad things. I can just tell you horrible <laughs> stand-up stories. Horrible. Like I did, a, I was booked for a gig in Arizona, and the guy I've known for years. So then um, I'm packed, my car's packed, I'm driving up, and he called, he beat he texts me. Uh, no, he uh, Facebooks me. I have to cancel. I'm really sorry. I'll book you in two months for two grand, whatever. A little higher than it was. And I said, all right. So now he won't answer the phone. So uh, finally, his wife answers the phone. She's like, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So uh, he can't pay me because she froze his accounts. He cheated on her and yada, yada. So she has this phone. So what I did was I went online and told people, hey, I can't make my show tonight. Next thing I got a text message. How dare you tell people they not, they're not performing? You trying to fuck me? I'm like, so you want to use my name to promote, but not use me. So I was like, just tell people that I booked something, a TV show. And he's like, all right, fine. Because I'm trying to help him out. And then I call him in two months, ask him for the two grand gig, and he blocks me. Wow. That's comedy. If you're not famous, if you're not Sam Morell, Shane Gillis, and you're at my level, ooh, they treat you bad. I feel like you're a recognizable name, though. And sometimes. In some cities. Mostly not. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a subject called bad things. Dude, you got to start a podcast, Brian. Start uh, a podcast. I've had You three. got a Patreon, Brian? Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> uh, I did this other club in Arizona where uh, I have one rule. I, when they book me, I say, can you please not have a heavy set opener? Because I'm also heavy set. So then it kind of like, I said, get a female so that the woman in the crowd have something to enjoy. Because I'm not talking about anything the woman will understand. So uh, well, he, this guy books me uh, like five openers. Five. <laughs> and one of the, and the guy before me is, is heavier than me. So I said, uh, can you please move him up in the lineup? And he goes, all right. So then he goes and tells the guy, uh, Brian doesn't like you because you're fat. <laughs> so now I can't even go in the green room because this guy's staring at me. <laughs> like it was, like it's just, this job is the worst. It's just the worst job. It was fun in my twenties. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm not a great guest. <laughs> Anybody great ever guest. get physical on stage? Anybody come up and like fucking hit you or throw something at you? Uh, yeah, I've had things thrown. I mean, I, uh, the old Boston Comedy Club uh, when I first started, uh, I used to go out in the audience and pretend they were in the map seat of the subway. So I used to put my armpit in people's faces, <laughs> and one guy just fucking pushed me. He got so upset. Into the bushes? <laughs> Into the bushes. It took me an hour and a half to do that. I still have lost a shoe in there. <laughs> Into the bushes. Anyway, those are my stories. So what, are, what are your fight stories? You already told them. We told them, yeah. Great. No, but that's good. I like the I like the idea of bad stand-up stories. We might add that into the show segment. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Mostly it's about the bookers, you know. You know. Do you want to put those those anybody on blast? Is there no. anybody out there right now that if you saw them, it's on site? Like you would get physical or no, get no, no, I'm not like that, man. I uh, I uh, grew up with uh, very uh, parents that were very they taught me good and bad. Yeah, and you just don't uh, hurt physical. You don't physically hurt people. Gotcha. I'm not saying that I haven't grabbed somebody's arm. I'm not saying that I think I maybe slapped two people in my entire life, but I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not very physical. Okay. I wouldn't really. I don't want to do that. And I also don't want to badmouth any actors or actresses or comics or clubs because you want. First of all, I would hate if somebody did that to me. Yeah. It'd be really embarrassing. And the other thing is, I also you have to show people that you're professional, mm-hmm. so that you get hired. I mean, if you're making money on your own podcast, you don't give a shit. But if your job is to be hired by casting directors or other clubs, who's going to hire you if you're badmouthing everybody? Like that's what happened to Kathy Griffin. You know, she badmouths so many people that you know she can't. Get hired as an actress mm-hmm. anymore. You, know? you ever audition for Thomas the Engine? No. For the for the, for the conductor? No. You got the. You sound just like. Great. I'm pretty sure they have somebody. <laughs> you sound like, wasn't it? It was you're Carlin. Like, you're like my grandma. It was George Carlin. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? Why aren't you Letterman? You should be Letterman. Thanks. Let me help thank, you with your skit. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Right, I was fast. Uh, yeah, I'm a lightweight. I'm a young girl. I'm a young lady. <laughs> okay, we're going to switch over to the next segment just because we have a tight hour today and I want to make sure we can get through the segment and then we can go back over these. Right. Hey, guys, we're going to take a moment to talk about those $60 kilos. That's right, the unattainable number that no one in the world of Kratom was able to accomplish until Yo Kratom came along. 
For years, entrepreneurs, scientists, academics all tried to solve the $60 kilo problem, and YoKratom.com are the ones that figured it out. And now, thanks to their sheer brilliance, you can get a kilo of Kratom for just $60. $60? How did they solve the legendary $60 kilo problem? Will anyone else ever be able to solve the $60 yo kilo problem? That's not English. <laughs> I need Kratom. You're sober. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a different way to say this. So I don't think I'm just saying the same thing every time. But if you're a fan of Kratom and uh, you run out or if you want to try something different, you don't have to go to your corner store, bodega, gas station, smoke shop, whatever. At YoKratom.com, you can trust them. They have a good quality product. They have every strain you could want. They have capsules, powders, everything. So just like at least scroll through. Go over right now. Scroll through YoKratom.com and see what they have for you. I love the capsule. I pop a uh, couple in. I feel it. I like to work out on Kratom. New year, new me. Take some Kratom. Go to the gym. Let's go. YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Let's get back into it. Uh, so let's move over to scary things. Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> You're a ghost. Well, I ruined the joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that was new. No, no. I thought it was a new thing. No, that was a great episode. Ghost can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is scary things part of the show. We talk about um, scary things, weird, creepy, unexplainable, possibly paranormal experiences, anything that in the moment freaked you out and you couldn't explain. Uh, well, you know, I was never somebody who believed in ghosts. I, mean, I wanted to see one like everybody else, but I didn't really believe in ghosts. But my theory is once you have, once uh, a spirit, people don't, people who, first of all, is, is my theory. When people say I don't believe in ghosts, that uh, when people say I believe in ghosts, that means hey, I don't know everything. Maybe there's something in this world that I don't know. Maybe ghosts exist. If you say I don't believe in ghosts, that means you think you know everything, and that sounds pretty stupid. It's people who believe everything is a ghost. They're really stupid. Like, <laughs> yes. Who drank all my tequila and peed in my pajamas? It's a fucking ghost. But I, uh, so I believe once a spirit, uh, once a, like first of all, I know I know spirits can exist. Can. I believe that all that ninety percent of all hauntings can be ruled out. Mm -hmm. Like one of my girlfriends is like, my freezer keeps opening; it's a ghost. And I'm like, you're closing the fridge too hard, and you're walking away in the freezer. But uh, it was just simple things. If you see a ghost when you wake up, when you're going to bed, you have to got to rule it out, mm -hmm. even if it was because mm -hmm. you're in a dream state. So uh, I think that once a spirit opens you up to communication, other spirits can sense that. So uh, I was dating a girl. And uh, she was, uh, we were house-sitting for her aunt, no, for her aunt and uncle in a house in the woods in Jersey. And we got into an argument on the ride-up. And we walked in the door and we're still arguing. And I was like, ah, fuck this. And I started walking through the woods. I just left. She got me. And we slept in separate bedrooms that night because I couldn't even stand them seeing her. And I felt the whole night that somebody was in the doorway staring at me angrily. Now, I'm not thinking ghosts. I'm thinking with my creative imagination I'm making something up that's keeping me awake. I mean, it was four or five hours of me not being able to sleep because I was like, someone's in that doorway that hates me. So in the morning, I said, is your house on? And she goes, yeah, my, my great aunt was schizophrenic and she moves things around. And I'm like, yeah, she hates me. She's like, that was her bedroom we were in. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. So that started it. So now, uh, I'm 2003, I'm opening for um, Jay Moore at the San Jose Improv, which is a famous two-level theater that burnt down a long time ago. It's a beautiful theater. The second floor, there's a green room, and then there's a hallway in front of the green room, and then there's a bar, the upstairs bar, and the bathrooms are on either side. So I would leave the green room, and I'd walk down the hallway past the bar to use the bathroom. And I started to feel like I'm going to get in trouble. I'm not supposed to be here. It affected me so much that I went downstairs, walked through the lobby, and went upstairs to use the bathroom, as a, instead of just walking down the hallway. So now, cut to 10 years later, I'm working with Ben Bailey from Cash Cab, and I'm walking down the hallway to use the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm, and I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. I'm like, I'm a grown man. Fuck this. So I just was walking. I just used the bathroom. Uh, now, while I'm watching Ben Bailey perform, the theater's empty. I mean, the, the balcony's empty, so I'm watching him perform, and I see a, like a 19, 18-year-old waitress, white, black hair, wearing a black shirt and black pants like waitresses do, coming at me through the, the uh, seats. So I look over, and she's not there. But I saw her. I mean, all right. Next night, happens again. Next night, happens again. Next night, happens again. I go, what the fuck am I seeing? So I'm like, okay, are the 
uh, is an exit sign flickering, creating shadows. Are uh, those little lights on the stairs move flickering, creating shadows? I mean, nothing. So we're all hanging out in the green room afterwards, and 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 the manager's telling a story to uh, a bar back or a busboy. He's like, well, well, we we have a jazz show here in the afternoon, and when they were setting up the instruments, the jazz musician manager said, who whose little girls are those on the balcony? And he said, oh, I don't want to hear it. I go, what does that mean? He goes. There's two girls in the balcony. They're ghosts. They play tricks on people. I go, they've been playing tricks on me all week. And he goes, yeah, but that's nothing like the ghost behind the bar. He's a dick. And I go, I felt him 10 years ago, and I felt him today. They, he did, he's like, yeah, so he's very territorial. He hit me in the face once when I, when I stayed late. Like, wow. So they actually had ghost hunters come, an electronic voice phenomenon. They, they said, do you need help? And the ghost said, fuck you. So. Wow. So there's that. My other ghost story. Wait, you said that place is burned down now? No, it was burned down. That so two girls and the guy died in the fire. I'm sure wow. so I'm sure other people died, but what's that's, the what's the name of the venue again? San Jose Improv. And they rebuilt it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I have two more stories. So everything all this happened within the period of five years. So I think ever since that schizophrenic ghost opened my mind to it, other ghosts can see it. So um I was talking to a ghost hunter girl, and she, uh, this sounds like I'm all about ghosts, but I really, I'm just, I'm, I'm truncating. So she's like, oh, there's a really haunted house in Seattle called the Merchant House. It's really haunted. It's the oldest house in Seattle. I'm like, all right. So now, years later, I'm playing Seattle, and they put me in the condo where they put comics where you can sleep. It's a condo. It's like a four-floor walk-up. I'm like, fuck, I just got off an airplane. I'm walking four floors, carrying back. So I get in the room, and there's a little bedroom with a door. It looks dark. It looks dangerous and i'm like oh i'll sleep on the couch and then uh and i i and then i'm downstairs at the bar I, I really feel like somebody's watching me but i'm downstairs at the bar and the waitress says to the bartender so that guy what happened to that guy did he die he's like yeah he fell down the stairs and, uh, and they said another there's another ghost for us I go, what are you talking about he's like a guy fell down the stairs yesterday in the basement so this place is full of ghosts so I go outside and look at the title. It says The Merchant House. Oh, wow. I'm in the most haunted house in Seattle. So after my show, I go upstairs. My TV's on. The fan's on. The lights are on. All the cupboards are open. I'm like, okay. Somebody else has a key. It's very possible. They're playing tricks on me. So I said, is, is, is this your place? Turn off the fan if it's your place. And the fan stops. I said, okay. Uh, I, listen, I, I have no money. I'm here for work. Can I stay here for one more night, and then I'll leave? I said, I'll stay in here. You can have the bedroom. I won't bother you. And I said, if it's okay, turn the, you know, turn the fan back on. The fan went back on. I said, okay, uh, thank you very much. Uh, are you going to scare me? Are we done? Turn the fan off, and the fan went off. So I communicated with the ghost through the fan, and then I went to bed. My last story, a girl I was dating, was, I could do well. <laughs> A girl I was dating and I wanted to. She's see- gonna slide off her seat, by the way, with these ghost stories. Wow, you don't understand. We, we have a connection, but <laughs> too bad I have no soul. <laughs> I, I just can't. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> but so my last story is, uh, the girl and I were dating and we we were watching ghost hunter shows because now I'm into it. And two separate ghost hunter shows were were investigating Sharon Tate's uh, Charles Manson murdered Sharon Tate. So we went, her house is now gone, but there's a new house next to it. And the guy who lives there, swear to God, swears to God that Sharon Tate and Jay Sebring, the hairdresser who loved her, are there. So two separate ghost hunters go there, two groups. One group has video footage of a, of a seance where the candle just does this, like the flame goes to the right on its own, which is possible the window opens something like that. But also a champagne bottle gets thrown across the room. And they also said that you could see J.C. bring out the window, but it's three floors up. And another other guys went, and they communicated through a flashlight like I did with the fan. And what they realized was that Sharon Tate can be seen walking around in a towel, and an EVP is her yelling, why is there so much blood? Hmm. And it's heartbreaking. So they asked J.C. bring, are you here to protect her? And he said yes. She doesn't know she's dead. So uh, me and my girlfriend at the time drive up to the house. It, you're not supposed to be on this driveway. It's really tiny. So we drove up, and we're sitting outside, and we're looking at the house. And, like, you can't even do a U-turn. It's so you got to back up. It's, it's so tight. And it's, it's illegal for us to be there. So we're looking at the house. Like, Can you believe it? Like, the house is as close as you are to me. You can't see on the camera. She's right there. 
So I said, can you believe it? Oh, that, that poltergeist. That guy's really powerful. We can throw, can throw fucking uh, bottles around. It's right there. Right when I said that, it sounded like somebody kicked my driver's side door. There was a dent. There was an actual dent. And the, the engine went dead. Now, this isn't an old car. This is a brand new Honda. The engine went dead. If you know anything about ghosts, they use electrical energy to manifest or do things. So Jay Sebring was in the house, saw us gawking at Sharon Tate, zoomed himself outside, ghost-like, kicked my car, fucking uh, used the electricity from the car to do it. And we didn't even realize what happened. We were like, let's get out of here. So I drove in reverse, which took a good half hour, much <laughs> like getting out of a bush. And as we got in the street, I said, was that a ghost? And she goes, I think it was. And I, so I realized I've been attacked by a very famous ghost. Now, those are my uh, ghost stories, all of them. And since then, I have not seen or felt one ghost. So I've seen one ghost three times, communicated with one, was attacked by one, and uh, uh, empathetically felt two. And you said this all happened within about a five-year period? Except for the first time with Jay Moore, which was like, like five year, 10 years before that. Okay. And so the time with Jay Moore, was anything happening like traumatic in your life? Did oh, you no. It's somebody? just a guy who was territorial about he didn't want people where he, where he lived, where he couldn't leave. He can't leave. Right. But I'm just curious about, because that was like your first experience, but you've been in so many other venues. I'm sure you've been in so many other places that claim to be haunted. But this tell. was the first time that like you ever had an experience ever, right? Not Nothing as a child. Well, I, but that was just empathetically, and I ruled it out as creative, uh, over, overly creative mm-hmm. imagination. So when my girlfriend's great aunt empathetically made me feel something. I ruled it out as creatively uh, over creativity until she told me the house was very haunted. So, it, you know, I just don't, when people say there's no life after death, I'm like, I, I think there is. I'm not saying it's everywhere. I'm not saying there's a ghost there. If it's true, you know how many ghosts there would be? Think of how many Chinese ghosts there would be. You know what I mean? There would be there would be billions and billions of Chinese ghosts. Just pushing everyone out of their yeah. way. <laughs> just like everywhere. <laughs> and I'll be like, and so I, I so there's not so I think uh, I don't I don't pretend to understand it, but I know that I've seen one three times, four times, and I know that uh, that they made me feel something, you know. And I know one kicked my door in. There was a fucking dent, you know. The waitress that you saw, yeah. So this was like peripheral vision that you saw, like I, yeah, but I saw it four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, what am I seeing that's creating this? The, yeah. the idea is to not automatically assume it's a ghost. And half the time it's just not. Yeah. You know? It's it's most of most of the time it's not. Yeah. I don't think there's I don't think there's ghosts everywhere. But when you like uh there that guy, Zack Snyder, whatever he is, I forgot his name. Not Zack Snyder. Uh, Schneider ba- Baggins. From- Baggins. Zach Baggins. B- Bobo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zach Baggins, I'm pretty sure. The guy that has the museum in Vegas, right? Yeah, my girl I know went there and she got they they were talking on her her sleeve, they were talking about her arm, she got nauseous. Really? And yeah. I do feel like he's full of shit, but I have heard I a do lot feel of he's full of shit, yeah. but he did collect a lot of good yes. artifacts. I've heard a lot of stories about people that have gone to that museum. Yeah. I believed um, the show Ghost Hunters, the first one, the original one, mm-hmm. when it was Jay and uh, the ball guy, um, because most of their episodes, nothing happened at all. I'm like, that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a podcast, a conspiracy theory podcast, you you better make up conspiracies. Mm-hmm. These guys risk seasons and seasons of viewers by showing nothing happening at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then it mer- it turned into over time where you hear that in the background and they're like, <gasps> No, that's, that's a, yes, <gasps> not Ghost it? Hunters. The, that's later, Ghost Adventures. Are you sure? I feel like, no, because Ghost Adventures isn't that Zach Baggins? I don't know his name. Who's the guy, the jacked guy with the blonde hair? That's the guy we saw. I don't know. No, the guy, the spiky black hair. The spiky black hair. Who like yells at the ghost all the time. Yeah. He's the one with the um with the the Vegas thing, and okay. I, I yeah. think that's Ghost Adventures. That's Ghost Adventures. Ghost Hunters, the guy with the bald head. In more recent one, seasons, oh yeah, I'm, this I have not watched. Yeah. Okay. Since the since his friend left, when it was two guys, uh, I have not watched the new the new yeah, it has evolved to just like all the other it's ones awesome. where well maybe that's why yeah. the guy left yeah i don't know so you were able to go to sleep after talking to a ghost because i i, made, I said this is your place this is not my place i'm temporarily visiting uh, uh you stay here all the time i'm here just one more night can i please stay here and i won't bother you i'll stay in this room you and you can have the bedroom which is clearly where they were because you could i felt it when i walked mm-hmm. in what did you I, feel? I was, I, uh, I'm not supposed to go in there. 
I didn't think ghost. Like you get the message from the ghost without thinking it's a ghost. They make it like the reason my the girl got nauseous is the ghost wanted her to feel nauseous. Wow. Yeah, but also now I look like a fucking crazy person. I don't think no, so at all. No, we, we so like well. talking. This is what we talk about. Anyway, those are the stories. So now those are great. You made me look like a fifty-year-old <laughs> sad sack afraid of fights who sees ghosts everywhere. Thanks. This is a great experience. Didn't mention. Didn't mention one show I acted on. Didn't mention one show I got coming up. Abbott Elementary. Okay, we're we're going to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Abbott Elementary. We'll do his credits at the end. My girl's watching when it. He, when he's crying. My lady watches it, and, and I haven't really gotten into it. She's watching it. I'm in the kitchen cooking, and it's the episode that you're on where where the girl's talking about the, the, the people that protested. The strike, yeah. The strike, and, and whatever. I'm expecting some sort of like, you know, like a diesel fucking guy or whatever. Thanks. And I hear your voice. No, this is the worst podcast. No, because she. Because how have you done 11 in years? In the show. How have you done 11 years? I'm guessing you don't have repeat guests. In the show, the girl's like, oh, my, you know, the, my friend, he was there at the protest, you know, whatever. And then I hear your voice after meeting you at the comic strip, after seeing you at Broadway Comedy Club 10 years ago when I oh, started yeah, you, doing stand up. And you said that very nice thing at the strip. Thank you. Oh, of course you're yeah. the fucking man, and and I uh, and I hear I'm cooking. I hear that voice. I'm like, fucking sounds like Brian Scalara. I just fucking put him on stage the other night, and I look at it. You was like, get the fuck. I was like, man, I, that, I was just on stage with that guy. So it was crazy. Thanks. The, yeah, man. Well, you, me, it's a great show, and you and you were great on it. The little kid is not an actor. The kid I interacted with is not an actor. So they wanted just extra footage of me and the kid talking in case they needed to cut back to it. Uh huh. So I just started babbling. And the kids really couldn't stop laughing, but they were trying. And I just pointed to the kid and started acting with him. Yeah. And this little kid acted back, and he was great. That's awesome. And then when we finished, the crowd, I, I remember I scared him. I was like, well, then got out there. And the kid, went, the kid just ran away. <laughs> and there's a cut, and everybody broke into applause. And the kid came in, he goes, you scared the shit. <laughs> He's a little, like, 12-year-old kid. And I was like, no. And they said, we're going to end the show with that. But they, in the long run, they did it. They did a show. They did an ender with the principal. But it was great. I wish they had kept that in. He was the kid was phenomenal. He's not even an actor. He was phenomenal. Oh, he wasn't an actor. I thought you were saying that he was. Well, the an kids actor. aren't actors. Wow. Maybe they're uh, actors now, but mm-hmm. when they started, they were just regular kids. Where was that really? Is that really filmed in Philadelphia? No, it's uh, L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it's so funny, dude. Thanks. <laughs> okay, I have this. Uh, we are we're gonna do oh. plugs at the end, but yeah. at the end, <laughs> get ready for this. I don't question. Really have plugs. Oh, what's now? Oh, no, get ready I'm for gonna this. save it. I'm gonna save it. Well, what's go, what's go, your go. penis size? <laughs> so we can mock you. List all of your ex girlfriends so we can call them. You're gonna be all right, Brian. <laughs> Four inches is average. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to read this listener email. It's uh-huh. a it is a scary story. This is from Wes, his longtime listener, his guest digital fan. He's also um from um uh, what is it called? Something extraordinary farms. The extraordinary, the extraordinary farms, farms yeah. which is at Skankfest every year. So uh, I just want to. I'm going to try to get through this quickly. It's pretty long, but it's as you can tell by the shape of this. You, I, I printed this out weeks ago. You have three minutes. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hi, Shannon and Figs. Shit, this email got too long. The setting is in middle of nowhere, New Mexico. The closest home is a little over a mile away and owned by a witch doctor. Simply said, the location is desolate where the cattle roam free. The land obviously is old native land and full of spirit energy. Crazy things have happened out here in the last year. I've had a skinwalker mimic one of my dog's shape and beckon me out by my name, then creep up closer. That's terrifying. Oh, I thought you said something. Um, I... (laughs) (laughs) I have military jets and helicopters buzz by or chase me often. Sorry, no UFOs yet. I have also seen a ghost cowboy herd the cattle around. What happened recently was the first time I felt bone-chilling fear since being a small child. Around 3 a.m., I woke up to my pit bull barking, sitting on my bed next to me. She was growling and jerking as she barked at the window. The outdoor dogs were not barking. They bark at everything, including the wind, at all hours. I was worried that they weren't making a sound. Are they okay? Coyotes maybe got them, I thought. I look out the window, which has a winter plastic seal over it that blurs my vision. I see an enormous shadow quickly move in front of a spotlight in the distance and disappear into darkness toward the dog enclosure. I grab my 9mm next to the pillow and turn it to flashlight and turn its flashlight. No time to put on clothes. As I walk to the front door, my light flickers and shuts off. I mutter, fuck. I'm now out the door. I try to turn the light back on to no avail. The brand new gun light is completely unresponsive. My only thought is, what the fuck is going on? As I fumble with the light button more, the outcome, uh, the outdoor motion detectors all sound alarm at once. Whatever is out there uh, has to be moving incredibly fast to set them all off at once. God help me. I prayed in my head. 
It's a distance of more than 30 yards between the sensors, and it's less than that uh, distance to my door. The left side sensor trips again. The beeping is loud and uh, defining in in the still night. Time to be brave, I think to myself. I slowly crack the door. The night is cold, moonless night. I see my breath thick with the cold. The freezing air is biting at my naked body. The porch light turns on from the motion of the door swinging open. I leap down the steps with my gun aimed into complete darkness. The cheap porch light causes my eyes to adjust. Then I see it. I see the large shadowy figure only 15 feet from me. It is imposing, dark, and, and broad. I clearly see large glowing eyes of gold and just above what appears to be large horns gleaming off the light. I hear thumping on the ground and a deep grunting sound. What is standing in front of me is a 400-pound bull. The bull starts to charge me, probably a mock charge. I shoot around up into the sky and it turns running off deeper into my property. I had to herd the bull into the dark, uh, in the dark over sandy terrain until I got it out of the gate. I've done it plenty of times during the day with just a stick, but at night it was a whole new deal, real terror. Sorry if you thought this was going to be a ghost story. I was truly terrified until I got the bull through the gate. I do not, I do not have a lame ghost. Uh, and oh wait, I do have lame ghost and skinwalker stories from out here. I'm trying to capture those things on my cameras, but haven't had any supernatural incidents since putting them up. I always love the thing is, and the power hour ups are the best. Y'all should have an immigrant psychic that gets their power from booze. On the next one. Why, Thanks. Why does he have to be immigrant? And second of all, <laughs> if you had ghost stories, and you know she likes ghost stories, why'd you send a fucking ghost story? <laughs> why didn't you have three in the chamber ready to go? I, I think that story might be bull. <laughs> <laughs> so. It says, thanks, Wes, from Z Extraordinary Farm. Shout out to the really lovely chat. So, But the skinwalker thing, that was something. Yeah. I, I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts on skinwalkers? Are you familiar with them at all? Yeah, I'm familiar with all that shit. I, I don't know. I mean, like you, you see, I like. There's a show called Paranormal Witness, which has a, I would say, 20 percent of the footage. This show seems like it's real. Yeah. And the other one is like, that's a stick. It's a <laughs> stick. But they have to fill the fucking hour. Yeah. But but sometimes they show and they show the skinwalker thing there and and I'm like okay, but I also nowadays, I mean Terminator Two, the guy walked through the bars. On Terminator 2. Like, now you can do anything. Mm-hmm. There were, yeah. There's dinosaurs yes. in Jurassic, Jurassic World. I mean, I don't really believe much mm-hmm. of anything anymore. Yeah, videos, you can't trust them. Yeah. A bull at nighttime. I mean, that's a wild story. It you is. know, I, f- I feel for the guy. That's definitely crazy. It was but... terrifying. But there was a skinwalker thing in there, yeah. which was pretty good. He could have stopped at the they skinwalker. They like stray dogs, though. Skinwalkers always look like famished dogs. Yeah, there's, there's so many crazy things mm-hmm. that I'm like, uh-huh. Do you believe in UFOs? Well, I mean, there has to be. I don't know if they've been here. Maybe they have. The thing is that the movie uh, Interstellar, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I think explains it really well with gravity that they could be on that planet where Matt Damon is, and it's it's ten years a day mm-hmm. or whatever here. So Martian, you mean? What Martian? No, Matt Damon was in Interstellar. Yeah, he was on the the water planet. Oh, I thought that was Martian. Sorry, my no, bad. He, well, he's in Martian as well, but he was in Interstellar. Oh, okay. He's the bad guy in Interstellar. Oh, okay, sorry. So anyway, uh, so. The point is that maybe they visited like fucking uh, 50 years ago, and when they come back, it's only been a couple mm-hmm. of days. But I don't fucking know. I, was, uh, I haven't seen anything. All I know is I saw 100 people on the side of a highway pointing at a UFO, and it was a fucking blimp at night with advertising. <laughs> like, until I feel it and see mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like I don't believe it. I imagine that it's possible. I imagine that there's been some real stories, but I also don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But why would we, how could we possibly be alone? It's not possible. You know, and we're sending shit out, so why can't other people send shit out? Agreed. Okay, we, we did it. We're at our. We, we did it. We did it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself. No, dude. Thanks. <laughs> do a quick round so of much to live for, Brian. <laughs> Get out of here. Figs, what do you got to plug? Oh, man. At Comic Mike Figs. Check out the Instagram. You see all the dates there. Uh, comic strip, are you there on the 23rd, 24th? No. Okay, well, I'll be there 23rd, 24th. Uh, a big guest on Fig Talk. Keep watching, guys. Peter James Fowler, Brendan Sagalow, all those guys are going to be on pretty soon. Oh, Brendan's great. At Comic Mike Figs. What, you want to plug? Brian, yeah, so would you like oh, to plug? I don't have my things pulled up. Uh, you didn't give me a heads up. <laughs> no, I said we're doing I'm, uh, I'm playing, uh, I'm in fucking uh, Comedy Inn in Miami in uh, March, as well as Tavolino's in March in the Coral Springs. And then uh, I do uh, uh, the Ottawa Absolute Comedy Club, one of my favorite clubs in the world, in April. And before that, I'm playing for the first time Yonkers Comedy Club uh, the week before. 
And uh, I um, got some things on TV coming out later in the year. I don't like to jinx it. I'm like one of those guys on Facebook. I, I booked the pot. <laughs> Shut up, you dummy. <laughs> Yonkers in uh, uh, Rich Hill? Yonkers Comedy Club, Rich Hill? I don't know. I'm, I haven't been there yet. It's, oh, okay. It said Yonkers Comedy Club. That's close by, man. It's a cool spot. Fucking yeah. go support Brian. Yeah, please. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I have right now. And I got some TV things that I can't mention yet. Okay. But, uh, what are your social media? Do you want to tell them that so they can find your stuff? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Brian underscore Scalaro. Uh, all caps. And uh, I have a website, but if you go to it, it's just going to give away my jokes. <laughs> so don't go to it. Just Instagram. But there's good pictures. You can see me when I was thin, <laughs> talking to Pam Anderson and Carmen Electra. It's a shame because I had some really good Carmen Electra stories, but no. Let's hear about your bad dates. <laughs> no, next time, even though I'm sure you won't come back. But... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never, you didn't answer my ask out question. You can follow me on Instagram. I, I can't connect with anybody. You want to go out Friday? I can't be kicking my guy. I can't be kicking my guy. I I got a five minute bull story. You can follow me on Instagram. My cheeks hurt. You can follow me on Instagram at ShannonLee6982. Wherever you watch the show, you can also watch it live every single Tuesday at 5 30 p.m. Eastern, even though not today, but usually. Um, at gasdigital.com. Use promo code TTI to watch that stream live for free and to get the access to every single episode of the show that we've ever done, as well as every single episode of every show on the Gas Digital Network. Uh, if you listen on iTunes or YouTube, make sure to rate, review, tell a friend, subscribe, leave a comment. Every every little bit of interaction helps the show to grow. And thank you so much to the people in the... Yes. <laughs> the people in the dinner table, the live YouTube premiere. Um, we always hang out in there and hang out with you guys. If you have stories to submit... For bad dates, bad things, or scary things, send it into the thing is podcast at gmail.com. And yes. <laughs> I think I know why you might have, have trouble meeting normal people. <laughs> Go ahead. Because they're afraid you're going to talk about their dates on your show. It's oh. come up before. That's why I wouldn't date That's you. It's come up before. But I mean, if somebody told me, you want to date her, don't Brian? talk about this on I just air. Met her. <laughs> I wouldn't and talk. She's, about she's a, we're, we're in the same business. It, it's a bad move, especially it's like I'm going to talk about your penis on the show. <laughs> no thanks. If someone said to me specifically, "Don't talk about this on the air," I wouldn't. But okay. they can't. So I can tell you not to air this. <laughs> no. don't, don't air this show. Cut out the first twenty-five minutes. No. <laughs> See. But also, like somebody like entering a relationship would have to understand they'd have to come up in some way. I can't just pretend the whole thing doesn't exist. Sure, you can. George Carlin never mentioned his wife, never mentioned his brother, never mentioned that his father left when he was a kid. Right, but that's like crafting jokes on stage. Like here, we talk about our lives, mm -hmm. and I feel like I would be being disingenuous if I didn't share at sure. least a little bit. Well, there's that, that. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is probably why you haven't met anybody normal. I don't think I can blame it on that. Even though I'd love to just say that's the reason. <laughs> I, I think that might be part of the reason. It could be part of it. Well, you haven't met anybody it. really uh, normal. Maybe. It could be. I just wanted you to feel the way you made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. I'm sorry. Well, that was you my pleasure. You're the man. <laughs> well, I'm just joking. It's my job to be funny. <laughs> I'm a natural grump. Is my character. <laughs> I've, be I've become grump. Is my character. So I'm, I've, you're both very nice. <laughs> and I had a good time. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so much for coming in. Thank My you pleasure. guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, guys.